The question was just asked based on last week's shift, those who are here, um, to who does a Toyin owe their allegiance to? Is it solely to their clients or is it also to Emma's? No. Yeah, <laughs> more, more or less. So for the Hobbits, it's in English form. When I'm representing others, your fundamental, foremost duty is to the court. Your solicitor is the Supreme Court. You, you can't mislead the court. You know, like, mislead the court, you get to So, in case anyone didn't hear, um, Mark is saying that from a legal perspective, the Havdal, a, a um, lawyer has a duty to make sure that whilst they're representing their client, they don't mislead the court. Um, a Tone who is, acts as a lawyer in the Din Torah, um, on various different grounds, as some of which we've discussed, some of which we haven't yet discussed, a Tone is representing their client. They have a duty to make sure that they say the Emmas, right? Because rather than being answerable to the court, the answer to Akutch Baruchu, like any uh, member of Kalisto or anyone Bechlau. However, there's MS and there's MS. And, 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 well, no, well, now explain what I mean by that. Again, you can have a person who's a charlatan who gets in there with every intention of misleading the person, confusing the other party and, 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 you know, winning the case, so to speak. But you can have a person who, because they're employed by the, 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 you know, the person who's employing them, they're automatically negiabadavos. So when they look through the lens at this scenario, their natural material is going to be to, to, to take it that way. It's just interesting on this point, and this is relevant to, to Dayanim, obviously, this halach is written about Dayanim, but again, it shows, um, in Simon's test, the Mechaba begins, Ma'oid ma'oid the Adain has to be extremely careful not to take Sheikhat, even to award in favor of the person who is going to award in favor. And the Sma famously points out that there's only so many places in the entire uh, Shulchan Aruch where the, where the Mechaba and the Tor use a Loshan, Ma'oid Ma'oid. Right? A number of times you have Ma'oid, but Ma'oid Ma'oid only comes up in a few places. And he brings one of the reasons why it's written here is Mishun Chemdas. Because there's such a natural drive and inclination that makes a person like, yeah, but obviously that's why it's written twice. Uh, I remember um, my father was very fond of saying over, I think, uh, I think a Chofetz Chaim, who says that, you know, I, I think I, if I've mentioned this before here before, then, then stop me. But he says that, you know, if you want to work out if a person is clever, Right, so you can ask a kid, you know, is that person clever? Say he's one which amazing, you know, he's very, very bright. And you can ask a genius, is he clever? And if a genius says he's clever, that means something. Similarly, you can, you know, you can stand outside shul and you can ask somebody who's there collecting, is, is, is Mr. Rich really all that rich? And he'll tell you, you know, he's, he's unbelievably wealthy. Or you can ask a banker and he tells you, I know, he's very, very successful. Then it, it depends who's talking. What context do you take the, the approbation in? So, if I could Shparuch describe someone as being a Chacham, then Ein G'day Mizu. That, that's the highest possible Madrig. And if I could Shparuch says, Ki HaShoychad Ma'avas Eini Chachamim, so then it's Matthias. There's no such thing as a person who can tell you 
that they don't have to worry about Nagius. They, they, they've got a grip on it. Mamish, even though you know, they're very, very much an interested party here, or they've taken an extreme case sheikhat. I remember I once spoke in, in a, a, a sem on Dionus, and every now and then they bring their live specimen of different things they're learning about, and uh, they want to know about, about Dionus, and one of the girls in listening to all said, have you ever been given a paper bag with cash in? Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> right, for the record, no. But it doesn't come in the shape of paper bags, at least not, not well, I conduct my business. It, 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 you know, it won't come like that, but the Nikias can come in various different shapes or forms, and it's very important for, for Diane to be on the lookout for that. So the same way a Toyin, a Toyin could be someone who bets and thinks that they're 100% right. Uh, and this, I think, I did mention once that that uh, um, I used to learn Machon Harry Fischel. I mentioned that, that once on, on, in the uh, we were having with Moshe Rotel Farm. She was sitting there, and one of the uh, uh, um, the Kerel came over, and he was hacking and hacking and hacking, and he couldn't understand what he wanted until he told him he was acting as a tone. Say this, so then, so now I know. In other words, you you're starting here, and you know you need to get to there. And the shy is, how do I get there? It's not like I don't know what the psak is. It's, I know I'm, the psak needs to be because I want to get taken again. So, so that, that obviously can, can, can make an impact um, on, on a person. However, having said that, as we've discussed, there are certain advantages in Tonim, and there are certain cases where Tonim can make sure that a case is heard in a coherent manner, where otherwise it wouldn't necessarily be heard, or wouldn't necessarily be given over, or a person might get emotionally involved, or they might just not know how to present everything, or they might not know which emails are relevant, etc., etc. So there are minors and advantages in a Tonim. It is actually... We're going to, if we go, depending on how much detail we go through later, we'll see exactly. There is, there is quite a bit of reads about how, okay, not okay, what, when, how, yes. When you're drawing a parallel, there's no material of anyone getting struck. It's different. Well, struck, yeah. I'm saying that if the Baldin is a liar. Ah, what I would say is, I would say that if a tone is found to be a shotgun in Bezden, then the next time he walks into Bezin to represent his case, again, possibly either Bezin wouldn't accept him as a tone because he's just... Or they'll look at him knowing what comes out of his mouth. You can't believe. So he's not necessarily going to help case, his clients. Bezin couldn't say, you know, from one arm, I, 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 I don't want you to come anymore because you, you're a liar. In and this case or generally? In this case. Uh, again... That's as the Baldin. You couldn't say that to him either. No, Baldin were not allowed to say that to him. No, again, it's my Sebechalim that you find the Baldin lying in the interior. Right? So then you know he's lying. Right? Again... The fact that he's lying doesn't mean that he's not necessarily right in the right. case. Right? So he could be lying and still entitled to win because of whatever reason. There is a step up from the Toyin concept, and, and, and this is also a matter of uh, big debate and a uh, matter of different hanhogas, etc. And that's the concept of Zablo. Zablo, which is an abbreviation for Zer Boiler Echod, Zer Boiler Echod. Zablo is brought down in Shokhanar. And Zabla, in theory, is meant to be, originally, the most ideal, impartial way of resolving a dintair. Why? Because each party chooses one dime, two dayanim themselves choose a third dime, and they sit on the case. Now, there are two formats to a Zabla bezin, and there's a machalikis in the mafarshim, in the poiskin, as to which format is acceptable and which isn't acceptable. Um, and, and this is the, the, basically any big din Torah that you've ever heard about, whether it's over a yeshiva or a rebbehood or anything else, has normally been the second type of zabla. The first type of zabla is literally that Reuven says, you know what, I've seen this dime, I'm happy for him to sit as a dime. 
And Shem says, I've seen that, I'm happy for them to say it's a time. But they've had no communication, no discussion, nothing to do with those Dayanim. And those two Dayanim get together and they agree on a third Dayan, and Shalom Ali saw. There's a, what's called the Archashukhan type of Zablo, because the Archashukhan holds it's, it's okay, which is, no. I am going to interior with you, so I will hire my uh, Boyer, I will pay for my Boyer, and I will prep my Boyer as to my version of events. You will hire your Boyer, you might pay completely different amounts of money to what I'm paying for my Boyer. You'll pay for your Boyer, you'll hire your Boyer, and, and the two Boyer together will have the, the Shalish. And in that situation, effectively, for all intents and purposes, it's a Dayan Yochid. Right, because effectively, the only impartial, proper impartial person is is the the, the third bar. Now, having said that, here Mark's Tainer in theory would come in more. Officially, the Boyerim are Dayanim, so so they're not Toyanim. They're Dayanim. They're meant to be Paskining. But if they're Dayanim, they can't hear the case earlier. So. Well, if both parties agree that that's the setup, then both parties are Makabal al Das came. So, if they've accepted it. So, the point here is meant to be that, of course, each time is meant to look for the MS, but each time is being hired from their side is meant to look for the MS as much as possible in their client's side, bring that to the table around the Dayanim, so to speak, and, and, and they're passing between them. Now, there are many Dayanim, uh, um, sitting Dayanim, who will not be anyone other than the Sholish in such a setup. Because effectively, what you're being is a turn. Right? There's a number of uh, big Dayanim who've got reputations for, for being Boyerim uh, in these kind of Dinitayr. And if ever anyone's going into Dayanos for the money, that's the only place there is, right, in that kind of setup. But, but, um, but, 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 it, it can get complicated. Why? Because what happens if you have a Boyer who's particularly powerful and brilliant and genius, and the other side can't necessarily afford such a Boyer? So, there's a hashash and there's a concern that the first Boyer is going to win over the Sholish. Right? Because ultimately, again, the Sholish can have a mind of his own, and sometimes in these cases, the Sholish almost doesn't listen to a word that the other, you know, two Boyer is telling him, because effectively it looks at him like turning him. But it, sometimes it's a concern. Sometimes a person can say, I'm having trouble getting hold of someone else who's prepared to be a Boyer against Ruben, right? Because of his reputation, because of wherever he is. And that, that's not the Shema. Now, let me tell you where it comes in. If both parties choose Boris, that's fine. We mentioned last week's year that the way it works is that Reuben calls Shimon to Bezin. Shimon will get a summons from the Safadayin, I'm calling to Bezin. And the halacha is halacha achanitva. Halacha achanitva means that Shimon, who's called to Bezin, can choose which Bezin he wants to go to. He doesn't have to come to the Bezin he's called. He can say, no, I want to go to a different Bezin. Uh, uh, a week ago, um, I spoke to Baldin, who accused um, our Bezin of being the Gerber because we issued a Hasmona when his wife called him to Bezin, we issued a Hasmona without even speaking to him. So we're obviously biased. And I tried to explain to him, no, 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 that's the point. We, the Bezin can't speak to you. If they would speak to you, they wouldn't be able to sit on the case. So the way it works is, if, if a wife says, I want to get divorced, and can you be Muslim, my husband, so it's in terror, so they'll not be Muslim, my husband's in terror. If I care, what do we know? We don't know anything. When you come, if you want to come to Abbezin, you'll sign a Shlapuris. If you don't want to come to Abbezin, we'll give you another Shlapuris, whichever Bezin you want to go. Sign on one of them. And in that Bezin, she'll say her Tainas, you'll say your, your Tainas, and that is what's actually called impartial. Right? So, so uh, you know, there is one, there is one scenario where also people get very, 
offended that a person could act ex parte without the other party present, and that's an injunction, right? By definition. So that means if Reuben comes running to Bezin, and Reuben says, my neighbor is pouring cement, he's about to extend his whole house completely illegally, in breach of all planning permission, etc., and I need you to stop him now, because once he pours the rest of it, it's going to be a, a, you know, a whole different story. Now, on the one hand, if Bezin, if the Safra the Diner says, the Dayanim are not going to listen to any of this, until everyone comes to Bezin, by then it's too late, Right? Um, on the other hand, then anyone can come into Bezin and cause trouble to anyone else, and Bezin start putting injunctions, and, and then who knows what happens. So normally, in the case of an injunction, if a person wants to put an injunction, they have to leave a deposit with Bezin. Now, if what they're talking about, Mamish has got no hands or feet, it's Mamish complete shtusim, and it's just going to go and be mazik, then if it is mazik, they're going to have to pay compensation for the hazard they've caused. And that's meant to act as a deterrent to stop people from abusing the system, because like I say, this is effectively the only scenario where short of calling someone to an interior, a person may have to act. In fact, very... In- Sorry? Why should come to Because let's say, for example, the builders now will have to stop. The builders on site, it's paying them every day. You would first look into it, no? You would Sorry? You would first make sure that... It's really we can't. We can't make sure without him coming to Bezin and telling us his site. Right. Right? So we, we can't get too involved. On the other hand, he, you know, he'll have to present to Bezin enough to explain why there's an urgency in the ikl, but Bezin's not going to believe what he's saying. There's Raglai Ladova to say, okay, we hear, if what you're saying is true, could be true, whatever, we're not going to go into more detail than literally the basic, because we can't, because he's not here, and then we'll, 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 we'll issue a Hazmona, and we'll put an ikl. Now, it's very interesting, because, again, I have to be very careful what I say here, I, I'll, I'll tell you the shitters without telling you a psak uh, from... from Myself or, or our Bezden. But we mentioned in the first year the severe Issa the race of going to Harkois. Right? We mentioned there's an Issa, two Yidden have a dispute, if one person calls the other one to Harkois, there's an Issa. Whether the Issa is because the halacha might be different than the law and you'll end up being Pasha Eganov, whether the Issa is because of Chil Hashem, doesn't make a difference, it's awesome. Ramosha has a tshuva where Ramosha says if one party goes to court and issues an injunction on another party, and then calls into Bezin. Right? So let's say this building case. Right? So one person's worried, are Bezin going to be able to stop him? Is he going to listen to Bezin, etc.? So they don't. They don't go to Bezin. They go running off to court. And they issue an injunction. But they have no intention of carrying on with the actual case in, in court. All they want to do is put a freeze on it and then call him to Bezin. If he's prepared to come to Bezin, both parties sign the arbitration agreement, then he'll notify the court that actually we've moved the case to Bezin. If he isn't, he's going to ask the from Bezin to carry on with his injunction to go up into a proper uh, uh, hearing. So in that case, Moshe Paskins Pashtas, that that's not Isaiah Kois. Because you're not asking the court to judge the case. All you're asking the court to do is freeze the case. And not everyone agrees to a Moshe, but there, there is such a Moshe. So again, just to show how the whole process of injunction, by definition, has to work outside the normal realms. And, and a Moshe holds to such an extent, that's not in the that, that's not That's just... Freezing everything it is, and I, I think, I'm not sure, but I think in court as well, if a person issues an injunction uh, that's completely baseless, they'd also be, have to pay for damages yeah. that are caused by injunction. So, so that, again, you that's just... A, prima, yeah, no, you have to show prima facie, but even if you show prima facie, I think if, if it... Yeah, you'd have to pay as well. Yeah, you'd have to so, so again, that's just as, as a yaitzman a klal, an injunction's got a different... Uh, well, what authority does the injunction have based on 
Again, only halachic. Yeah. Correct. So if a person were to breach it, then they would have gone against Bezin. And that's why some people say, yeah, that's not going to be good enough, because he doesn't care. I know my neighbor. Now you're right, I haven't proven it to Bezin. But, but I know him. And, and by then it's going to be too late. So therefore, you know, there, I mean, there are other cases of an injunction that aren't dafka regarding building. You can have, you know, cases where a person's about to uh, steal a whole load of, you know, I've got an ex-employee. And they're about to swipe uh, uh, my client list, or they're about to, you know, send out an email to my entire client list, which, which I hold as negat halacha. I hold they're not entitled to do that, and therefore uh, I want to stop them doing that before it's too late. So again, like I say, I'm not, I'm not. Just to be clear, I am not saying that is, I'm not passing that's the halacha that a person can issue an injunction in court without going to bezin. But I'm just saying there are posts in the hold. That is different than a normal din for the reasons that we described. I'm assuming Basil will be quite relaxed. I say, if they were asked... What, to, to put an injunction? No, no, to say, to, to allow the to to person to go to court for an injunction. Uh, um, okay, that, I'm not going to answer that, because it depends on circumstances. Like I say, I'm telling you that there are shitters that say there's differences in Allah in, regarding this specific case. Did you say that an Isha can go to Basin that she wants to have a guest? The Isha can come to Bezin and call her husband to Bezin for a gift, sure. And the, well, then, in other words, Bezin can then require the husband to give her a gift? Oh, okay. So, this is a very long subject. It's a very, very live subject. Right? Um, I, I intended getting into it today or next week. I'll, I'll, I'll get into it a little bit briefly because it's, it's very, very Nagea. It's very, very interesting. Um, how it works, where it works, what it works. Um, okay, so you brought up, so I'll, I'll spend probably the rest of the, uh, tonight on this subject, but it is very um, relevant. There are three parts to a din when a couple are getting divorced. There is the matter to do with what used to be called historically child custody issues, right? So if they have children between the couple, Who's looking at you know how much time they spend with the, with, the, with each parent? There's the finances, if their finances are discussed. Which finances have two parts to it? The finances have um, between the husband and wife, or what's called legally the division of assets, how and what and where. There's also if there's any children regarding payment to support the children. Legally, there's a whole different concept which is payment to support the wife after divorce, which in halacha uh, is not the same. And then there's the get. Those are the three parts, potential parts, normally, that aren't not anything that falls outside one of those three realms in a, in a divorce. A couple may come to Bezin and say, we want to get divorced. We've sorted out our finances ourselves, we've sorted out everything else ourselves, we've mediated, we've not mediated, we just want to get divorced, can Bezin do the get? Now, interestingly, we've seen that sometimes, uh, when they come and ask this question, and it's normally the wife doesn't have to be, but it's normally the wife coming and asking this question. Sometimes they approach Bezin with a degree of trepidation because they're worried that Bezin, before they give a get, are going to want to creep all into the kishkas and, 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 and start questioning everything. And sometimes to get the husband to agree to give the get by that stage might be a delicate thing. And the last thing they want is anyone rocking the boat. Now, I can't speak for other bottles in it, but us, if, if two adults, I say adults meaning people of a, of a mature age where we assume that they know what they're doing, not, not people who necessarily been married for a week or two and all of a sudden they walk into Bezin and not, they haven't told their parents they want to get divorced. Obviously then, you know, that, that would be treated differently. If two 
uh, uh, um, adults walk into Bezin and they say, we've agreed to get divorced and we'd like you to do the get. And can you do the get now? And they'll be asked, and what about, do you want the finances? Do you want the children? If they are children, well, they say, no, we just want the get. We're not going to mix in. We will normally not have a clue why they're getting divorced. And the reason for that is because, like I said before, we don't know what else has gone on behind the scenes and we don't want to rock the boat, so we're not going to get involved. If they want to ask, if they want to tell, if one person's got tainers, that's fine. And then we'll do the get, literally just the get, which all the detail will be about the names and how to spell, how, to, how they phrase it exactly, exactly the father's name, the mother's name, etc. Not the mother's, the, the husband and wife and their father's names, etc. Kohenim, Nevi'im, Yisraelim. Does the basically in that case find out if the wife's been... If let's say there is financial matters involved, then she's been advised... No, if, if, the finances, if the financial matters are not being... If we're not getting involved in it, we will not ask any questions. Because we've got no idea what we might do in good faith might actually cause major damage. Right? So if, if, we, if we'll offer it to them, if they say, no, that we're okay, fine, end of. That, that, that's that's there, it. There is no requirement of dissuasion, and that's why you have the get that's folded in so many places. Get so Makusha. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying in yeah. order for them to maybe change their mind. So does the person not have the, an obligation to try and So the, tra- the, the, the trouble is, like I say, in many cases... It can be very fragile, right? And and we can we can potentially blow apart what might have taken years to get to that stage. What's the rush? What could go wrong in what? In trying to help them. No, it's not a question of helping them out. They've decided they want to get divorced. You ask them very clearly multiple times. But it's a question. The question being asked is whether we should whether we should try to discourage them from getting divorced. Well, the question is, what happens if one of them? wants to get divorced very, very much. For all we know, that might be an Aguna case. Yeah. We actually, our person, Dan Hora, has, has quite a rack, track record of, of resolving Aguna cases. In, in, in the last 12 months alone, we've had quite a few, some of which going on many, many, many years. Right? So some have come from around the world, some whoever it is. Now, if you're going to start chepering what may have been very fragile to get there, then, then this could be another how many years till they get a get. So right. the husband doesn't really want to be the greedy. Correct. Start Correct. Again, say no, and the woman will still be one. 100%. So, so no. Let's take that one step further. Well, let, me, let, me, let me build. There's, a few, there's quite a few levels. Right? Now, if they want everything to be done in person, right? that means they want the, the finances in person, they want the custody you know, discussed and agreed in person, and then they want the get. So normally, the normal state of one will be that the person will sit and, and, and rule on those matters, and at the end, there'll be the get. There is an issue, right? And this issue is not an issue that I'm saying because we're looking to make trouble for the body dinner, but it's mitzvah, and it doesn't take long to find out. And that is, at least it was an issue. It might be beginning to change in law. But I think we said in the first or second year, every person in this country works and operates on the concept of the law of arbitration. Now, the Arbitration Act, which is what gives the teeth to the person. Because if people come to a person, and they sign an arbitration act, and no person worth its salt will ever hear anything until both parties have signed the arbitration act. Nothing, nothing, because we're partially wasting our time if they haven't signed the arbitration act. Then once they've signed the arbitration act, we can then sit on the case. And once we paskin, if one party now decides they don't want to follow the Pesach, because of course the Dayanim got it all wrong, and they didn't understand where they were coming from, or the other party lied, or whatever, and therefore it's not right that I should have to pay whatever the person said I have to pay, no problem, the person will give a header to go to court to, Im- to implement the Pesach. And in that case, in that situation, the courts will hardly ever get involved in the actual psa. They're not interested. 
you signed arbitration by this person, the person sat on the case, they're not going to get involved in whether the right to wrong is going to unravel the whole case because there's an arbitration act, which means if you go to anyone and agree for them to act, the only way you could try and unravel that in court is if you're going to turn around and say there was a brown paper bag, you know, kilo. Uh, something, you know, the, 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 the Dionim, the, the, the arbitrators acted completely partially or there was, there was conflict of interest, and, and, and that's a very hard case to prove, right? So otherwise, that's it. And that's what makes it function. When it comes to cha- when it comes to children issues, it's different because the courts, the 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 the, the, the uh, crown, so to speak, is the custodian of the of the infants of the children. So therefore, for the husband and wife to get into a, a, an arbitration agreement where they've signed, and so to speak, their children haven't signed because they're not bahachi to sign, they're not gedolim. So the court will want to look out for the best interest of the children. So if they see an agreement comes in front of them, and it looks okay. You know, they know that there's all different agreements within a certain parameter. Then, then normally they're not going to interfere. But if they think it doesn't look okay, or even if they, you know, this judge on a bad day, he's decided he's not happy with it, he can overturn the whole thing. There's no arbitration by custody, basically. It doesn't work properly by custody, correct. By custody and by the finances relevant to the children. Right. Right? The finances relevant to the husband and wife is fine. If, for example, there's a question of who owns what, they're two adults, they can have an arbitration like any arbitration. But a question as to how much support the father should be paying for the children who aren't signing themselves the arbitration agreement, that's where it gets a bit, a bit, a bit tricky. But if Isha comes to court, she wants to have a get. Court or person? To the basin. Yeah. And uh, then the, the um, uh, husband says, no, I'm not, I'm not prepared to sign any arbitration agreement. I don't want to give a get. Okay, so that's, that's, uh, that's what I'm coming on to. You asked this before. I told you there's a few layers. We're, get, we're getting there. Right? So... Alfie's got a question. What happens if the husband says, I don't want to sign, I don't want to come, I'm not prepared to give a get? Historically, in normal nominous matters, if a person says, they're called to Bezin, they don't want to come, then the Bezin give Hetar Kois, you can go to court, and court will implement it in Shalman In fact, the courts are perceived as acting as Shluchim on behalf of the Bezin. What the court cannot do is oversee a get. Right, so the question which Alfie is saying is very nice. If, if a husband is called to Bezin and he refuses to come, then then what's going to happen? It doesn't help giving a hetar kois because what's the court meant to do about the get? Uh, and that's where historically, over the years, there've been many cases where maybe a Bezin has, has put a person in chayyim, maybe a Bezin has written letters about uh, you know a, a person they can try and exert some kind of pressure. Ultimately, there's an issue. Now, let's go. Let's bring things a little bit quickly up to up to date with where we are now, mummish now, here in England. Because there's very, very worrying things that have recently, wheels have been put in motion by people who no doubt mean well, um, but don't realize the trouble that they're creating for the people they're trying to help. So, I'm not going to take you through all the different laws and acts that have happened and that have led to where we are now. But where we are now is that they've been, it's become very popular around the world to stick up for the aguna, for the chained woman whose husband is abusing his position and sometimes, you know, threatening blackmail, if you don't pay me large amounts of money, I'm not going to give the get, or unless you give me whatever I want, I'm not going to give the get. Or Stamazai, I just don't want to give you the get. Right? Now, some, just I, I want to make life difficult for you, for whatever reason it is. And sometimes you hear 
uh, stories about Botidinim who don't seem to care about the poor uh, chains of women, etc., etc. So in some places, what's happened as a result is instead there's been um, a social media frenzy to try to name and shame husbands who don't give gittin, and people bombard him, etc., stands outside where he works, outside where he lives, outside where he doesn't, and, and, and creates such a furor that the husband basically feels if he, he wants us to stop, he's got to have to give a get. That was stage one going back a number of months ago. More in America than here. Here, what's happened, I'm not, like I say, I'm going to miss out a few of the levels that's happened till it's happened, but what's happened is the, the courts and the government have decided that this is an abuse for any husband who has the right to control and decide whether or not he wants to give a get. And that means he is holding in his hand the power as to whether his wife can get remarried or not. And there's nothing anyone else can do about about it, Bechlal. And he's holding that power, and he's wielding that power, and he's abusing that power, is in fact a criminal offense. It's abuse. Yeah. And, and, And therefore, as such, any husband who doesn't want to give a get, their wife can call them to criminal proceedings and prosecute for abuse and if they do that and prosecute for abuse then then the, the, the husband could in theory go to jail for not giving the gift right in theory now this she is doesn't an, need the time, she sorry she doesn't need a particular no, reason she, no because no, legally she's entitled to get divorced sorry it has happened that people have already been called and, and, and yeah no not that I've heard of I haven't heard anyone's gone to jail, but it's live. This is live. Yeah. Now, the reason this is a problem is as follows. That, this is a cheshmish ashin on Evan as a so we're not going to go through now all hilchus, uh, uh, um, get coffee and not get coffee, but there are certain scenarios where if a person hears an entire case from a husband and from a wife and decides that the husband's mechuy of al to give a get, to such an extent that halachically one is entitled to force him to give a get, right? So if you do that, then, then if that would have happened, and Bezin would have heard the whole case, mm-hmm. and passed him that he can be forced to give a cat, there have been cases like that around the world, where different people have spent longer underwater in the mikveh than they intended to, and, and, and other such things, in order to encourage people to, to do the right thing. Right? And there are people who are sitting behind bars for having tried to go the extra step in... in, in, in making get coffee be the meister, right? That wouldn't be done by uh, any Dayan who don't want to sit behind bars. Um, however, in Holland, they came out with a law, and this is where they got it right. In Holland, they came out with a law that any husband who a Besden has paskins can be forced to give a get, can be... Pro- yeah, 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 yeah. Can be prosecuted in criminal court for abuse and, and, and the ramification, which is amazing. That means that the Bezin has given the Koyach, now they've got the teeth, to make sure that once, if a person, husband, is passed on, and we're not going through now what the Gedorim are for passing on, is passed on, then Faket, it can be implemented. We don't need to hold him under the Mikvah because Faket, the courts will make sure that, 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 that he gets the message, right? That's not the law that's coming over here. Here, 
Faket, most people won't come to Bezin. Bezin will not get to see and hear both sides and pass them whether to get, get coffee or not get coffee, whether they're entitled to force or not. They'll just go to court. Why are they going to go to court? Simple. Because the women will be advised, you're financially much better off in court than in Bezin. Because in court, you might get half your husband's assets, you might get all sorts of things. And in Bezin, that won't happen. So therefore, go to court. Historically, what's the downside? You go to court, then you might not get your get, and you'll be stuck for years and years and years. Ah, that's all finished now, not a problem. So, they'll go to court, they'll get, they'll try to get the money they want to get, and they'll, and if the husband's not giving them their get, right, if the husband's not giving their, their, their get, then they will sue for criminal. At that stage, the husband will be threatened with criminal proceedings, and now, even if he wants to come to Bezin to give a get, we won't be able to do the get. Because there's a halach of get mu'usa. If a husband is forced to give a get, when a bezin hasn't passed that, he's, he can be forced to give a get. It's a get mu'usa. It's not a valid get. And if she were to get remarried and have children, they would be mamzerim. And at that stage, there'll be nothing anyone in the world will be able to do about it. Those children. Would somebody be able to buy the husband and say, if you give this get... Uh, I'll give you a million pounds. Would that be called a get mosa? No, not at all. Because the husband wanted to give the get. If somebody would make the husband's life a misery, he says, don't give a get. Just, you're a disgusting person, and therefore, we want to, we, we want, as long as we so know. So there's you, a well respected Rob in America yeah. who's come out and said that even this um, social media campaign. Will make git and get mosa. Why would that be? What's the difference between that and? There's a difference between. Uh, 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 you're not forcing him to give a get. You are. You are. No, He's doing it under duress. Why is he doing it? Because you're making his life misery. That's not the same as I'm doing it because I want to win a jackpot. He, he wants to have. A, he, he wants to have a quiet life. No. He, There's a difference between not having a positive and having a negative. It's a very very clear difference. Right, very, very I, I, I saw in the, in the, in the, in the what's the name? Not, not, um, not, um, I see this motion, you know, the, the, the stories that they say in his grandson board. Somebody suggested that once, and Amosha laughed, and he said, you know, if it would be possible, it would, it would be okay, but, you know, one can't do this. But Alpi Anocha, he was saying, if you don't ask for a get, you just make life difficult for him and he wants to go out of this he would rather have a quiet life and, and give the guests so first of all Ramosha's Psokim on where the where the line is for what's get Muslim and what isn't are not necessarily held by some of the other postmen there are Taka in between the postmen in America etc etc um, second of all I have to be very careful what I say and don't say because for, for a number of reasons but, but, but I can make matters worse by saying too much so, so let, let's, let's be careful what we say and what we don't say here. But the Meister, the bottom line is that the people who are going out and trying to help these women who are stuck and go down that path may well take them past the point where it's irretrievable now. Because now no bezin's going to give a get because every bezin will be worried that the husband of the Meister is doing under duress. And if any one bezin were to breach that and give a get then it doesn't help, because the other body didn't want to recognize that get, so no one else is going to marry, marry off this woman. And if she gets married by the first person, you know, under the auspices of the first person, whichever person, if any one person would, would breach that, and has children, everyone else will call Mamzerim. But basically, still find a reason why he should go again. He has to go again. A person in theory might want to go down that route, in theory, 
But on the other hand, if they feel that Lamaisa, uh, uh, um, at, at this stage, you know, things get too dangerous, and, and, I, and I can't really say much from, I'm taking it right up to the line, but it can be a point of no return where it can't, it can't be solved. What about so, get coffee? Um, that's what I said. If Bezdin were to pass in the persons that get coffee... Yeah, but how, what is the basis of the being able to pass? Do they need to have eight of some sort of animal? Again, we're not here to get... Like I said to you at the beginning, I'm not going to go through now what are the grounds to get coffee and not get coffee. But there are grounds. What down the What's get coffee and what's not get coffee? What, what level of evidence is needed for that or not? I'm also not here to say that. Right? We're, not, we're, we're not learning Hechaz Gitin. And probably with this being the hot potato is, we won't learn... These good and these alakas, right? Because I'm not here to. to yeah, can I just well, 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 a question? Well, why isn't the threat of prison called kofrinosa? Again, it is, but if a bezin hasn't paskins, that a husband is, is is can be forced to give the get, right? So then there's no, it's not a get kofri, and then it's a get muusa. It's a husband who's being forced to give a get, and then you have a problem. It's the order which it happens. That's the problem. Not just the order. There are many cases where a husband will not be mukhuyiv to give a get. And those, when yes and when not, I will not be going into. Because it's far too sensitive and delicate and can have ramifications. But, but, but Edson, there are cases where a husband, there are many, many cases where a husband can't be forced to give a get. And if though, in those cases the courts would then force him at threat of criminal, criminal prosecution, then it won't be a valid get. So this is now, mumish just now, Becoming live here in England. So, so if he's Lebesnik, that, that's not the issue. Let, let's say Abid Din, the, the, um, what the husband is doing is not incorrect. But according to the law, something is incorrect. And he could be prosecuted for what he's doing. And they go, and, and let's say she goes to court and she says, look, according to the law of the country, what he's doing is not correct. And, and now um, she puts a complaint against him, which might end him and and end him in jail. Now she's not asking for a get, but he would then let's say, look, drop this, and I'll give you a get. Would that also be called most? Maybe not. Maybe not. But like I say, I, I'm not going to be drawn too much on this because it's such a live subject, and I don't want anyone taking anything I say to use the wrong way. Right? So I, I hear what you're saying. Possibly not, but uh, I, I'm being more this more to be more the, the the bigger picture rather than to give uh, anyone advice who's going down this line because, like I say, it, it, it can really backfire. Um, but but here's so here's a, a classic example of a completely different op- set, a set of operations where you have a bezin functioning in, on one side, the courts the have functioning on another side, and what effectively what they're actually doing, if you think about it, is the courts are trying to define halacha. Right, that's what they're doing. The, the halacha says, in such a case, this is called get Musa, person can't be forced to give a get. And they're going to say, well, we're going to force him to give a get. Right? And, and, and there's going to be some kind of showdown, potentially, in the, in the very near future, unless someone can, can speak sense into the parties concerned, or unless the women who think this is what a is good it, avenue are advised, be very, very careful you know, what you do, because it can really, really backfire. So, so why, why should there be a showdown? Because the court can't force Basin to do anything. So well, at worst, you've got the man saying, please, please, please give a get. Basin saying, we're not going to give a get. But, but at that point... And at that stage, it's going to play itself out in the media, and they're going to say that the courts, the, the bottom are being told by the courts, you have to give them a get, right? Again, which they can't do, 
right? Because then the day, if halachically, it's not, you know, it's no different than the court saying you have to be mechal on Shabbos, and you're saying I can't be mechal on Shabbos, right? So it's effectively a crossover between uh, states and, and religion, and, and that's part of the problem. Um, but even if not, then then how it's going to be cast in in the in the press of of you know, but it's in him not caring for these poor women, and and. These dakistic nukudas that we're talking about, so we're, we're in a halacha show of many years, etc., etc., and I, I haven't gone mamash adasov, I'm hoping most of you have understood most of it, but it's, it's, it's quite subtle and dakistic. If you try explaining that to, to Goyim and, and the street, etc., it's, it's, it's a lot harder. It gets a little bit lost in translation, because the moment you say that there is in halacha a concept of kofin get, so that means you also be kofin. No, but here, yes, they're not, you know, it, get, it, gets, it gets complex. So, so this this is one area where Faket, the the, the Botidin system, uh, doesn't play itself out so well, or as things are beginning to happen at the moment with the with the court system. So that's uh, Atkan for now. This 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 particular subject. Okay, Shkech. Sure. Sure. Sure.